0: You'll find the text for this morning in Matthew chapter 1, and we'll pick up the storyline, the birth of Jesus Christ, and what took place and how it, it happened in verse 18 and following. So, will you please stand with me, and I will read God's Word on our behalf. We all need to hear God's Word read regularly. And our reading for this morning is found in Matthew chapter 1. <clears throat> we'll pick up the storyline in verse 18. Matthew 1, verses 18 and following, we read. Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit, and her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream saying, Joseph, son of Mary, excuse me, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that When Joseph woke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Father, I want to ask for great grace, much illumination, sweetness from your spirit as our thoughts are attuned to you, as my words are acceptable to you. As our hearts are open to you, do your miracle, we pray, in and through our lives. And all of God's people said, amen. You may be seated. So before I forget, because I will if I don't do it right now, we have some gifts, um, giveaways, books. And uh, what these are for are largely for the adults to use in, you laugh, you love this book, you read it all the time, and used in our kids' lives, okay, so um, these will be giveaways, and so all you need to do is, is come up after the service, I'll be here greeting you, talking with you, and if this is something that will serve you well in reaching the next generation, your, your children, your grandchildren, Um, the children you care for, whatever it may may be, please come up and I would uh, love to um, offer you um, a book to serve you as kind of a tool to reach the next generation. And so it's my observation that men and women and boys and girls are a lot alike. Our hearts hunger and they hunger for a hero. We're born with something really strange in our hearts and it hankers, it it hungers, it moves outward and it seeks and it looks and it locates a hero. We must have a hero. And so we go to movies and we sit and it goes dark and then the big screen opens up and we watch a movie. And what we're doing is we are listening for looking for and then locating the hero. And then we latch on to the hero because we love heroes. Our hearts ache and hunger for heroes. We open up a book, a novel, and we start reading. We we get to story time and, and we sit and we listen. Oh, oh Papa, read it again, because we want to hear about the hero. Whether we're walking down the halls of history, we're listening for the hero. Whether we dabble in mythologies, we are looking for the hero. And once we find the hero, we fix our attention on the hero. And it gives us somewhat of a, of a, a rest, almost like we're, we're home. We're in the arms of the hero The hero that comes from somewhere we're not quite for sure and enters into our world that needs a lot of help and saves the day and all the people scream, yay, victory. And then the hero goes to another place and and we receive benefits. We are a lot alike, boys and girls and men and women. We all have this hunger in our hearts and that hunger is for heroes. And so when we go to the movies... We sit quietly, and then she comes on the screen, or he comes on the screen, and we do one more thing other than just find the hero in the storyline. We are given the person's name, and we remember that name, and we tell it to the hero. For example, we are sitting in the movie theater, and we cry out, Mulan, you're here. Here. Or, Pocahontas, you, you came. Or, or, Lion King. Ah! I love that one, by the way. That's why I do that. Or, Hercules, take over. Save us. Do something. Or we pick up that book and we start reading. And our hearts start thumping. Katniss, what a shot. Frodo, Frodo, do it. Please, for the sake of all of us, Harry, you're my hero. Yes. We just look for them, don't we? And there they are. Or maybe you're a history buff and you say, there's Washington, there's Lincoln, there's Kennedy, there's Reagan, dot, 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 so we don't get too political. And we latch on and we look at and we fix our eyes on them. We go into all sorts of mythologies, and there's Beowulf. Yeah, King Arthur, he has come. Odysseus, save us, we need. Right, right? Wherever we're at, we're hearing storylines, we're watching in the movie the story, we're listening to it, we tell stories. There is always a hero in the story. Today, I want to tell you about the hero, the hero for whom we all long, and he stepped into our world, and he is called Jesus. That's why the title of this message is, Call His Name Jesus. Don't call your hero any other name, but find locate the one true and call his name Jesus. So kids if you're listening to me, I want you, this is a command from God. Call his name Jesus. Can you say that? Call his name. Jesus. That's really loud. One more time. Call his name. Jesus. I love the name Jesus. We could sit here for 20 minutes and have that mantra over and over, call his name Jesus, and then you heard in the Bible this little word, for, right? The angel in the dream has to wake up this guy to reality, and he says, call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. The for represents because, right? giving you rationale, giving you reasons, call his name Jesus, and you almost want to look at mama and papa and say, why? I'm glad you asked. Dietrich, I'm so glad you asked. There are four reasons that is in this verse that will be given to you. And so what I aim to do in a few short minutes is give you a present. I'm going to give a present to the kids first. And then I'm going to do another tier of application and give a present to mommies and daddies and grandmas and grandpas and caregivers. Everyone who takes care of the next generation, feeds them, clothes them, puts them to bed, takes them to school, is there when they're crying over a nightmare. Those kinds of people flood this area here and I'm going to give you a gift and send you away with this gift or a tool. So this is a present And generally, you don't do this with presents, but I'm going to do this with presents. I'm going to tell you what's inside the present before we open it, and I give it to you, okay? And inside this present, there are features of the present, the gift in here. And so the first one, and this is a a cue uh, uh, for the kids to start writing in your bulletin. You will see box number one. In box number one, write He. As I open up this gift and look in there and see some features of this indescribable gift, it starts with He. Call His name Jesus, kids, for He. God did not give us a system. God did not give us a technique. God did not give us a paper or a pamphlet or a principle he didn't give us just simply a pattern he gave us a person it's a pronoun he salvation is not impersonal it is personal his name is jesus why do you call him that because he god the son came came from his throne room That is garbed with glory and splendor. And he went down into a young lady. Into her womb. And then he was born and placed in a feeding trough. Surrounded by dung. It really smelled badly. Probably symbolic of something. You know what I mean? And this is called the incarnation. And he grew and he went on this mission. And he was tested and tried over and over and over again. And the Bible says that we don't have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses. But we have one who has been tested and tempted in every way like we are, yet was without sin. Here is his perfection and humiliation going through this world for about 30 years. And then this hero steps into The darkness. The darkness of Calvary. The darkness of Gethsemane and Golgotha. And he went to the cross, the darkest place on earth. And he stretched out his arms and he went into the deepest darkness. And he was flooded with God's wrath for six hours. He was absorbing this wrath. This is dark. And then he died the hero died and went deep into the darkness called death and deep into the darkness called damnation and do we have a champion where's our hero and then up from the grave he arose he stepped into the light he came out of the dark tomb and into the garden of light And this we call is the resurrection. He's alive. He did something in all of that to do something for all of His people. And then He stayed with us for a little while longer and then we call this the ascension. And He was taken up from our eyes and then disappeared. And He went back into His home, back into the glorious throne room and He sat down, and he is the king over the whole universe and the king over our, our lives. This is our hero. We call his name Jesus. We call his name Jesus, for he. God did not send something impersonal. He sent His only begotten Son. The next box is number two. Do you see it on your little bulletin? Right in there, one word. Will, W-I-L-L. So as we're looking at the indescribable gift, we see that it's personal, the God-man, God in flesh, the Son of God, the Son of Man came into this world. And now we go from person to promise. And it says He will save His people from their sins. Jesus, we call Him, because he never has, will, or ever will break his promise. Can you imagine a hero like that? The, the faithfulness of our hero. He didn't just say, I'm going to try, kids. I'm going to come in. I'm going to do the best I can. He said, I will. I will not fail. I will not break a promise. I will not disobey my heavenly Father. I'm on a mission. I will take care of this. This is the faithfulness of God. Here we see the promise of God. But then there's a plan with this. And so we continue to look into this, this box, this gift that's going to be given to you. And we now see a plan. The, the Bible says, call his name because he... Will save his people. Three words in box number three save his people. He didn't just offer this salvation for everyone, hoping that some would get it. No, no, no. He knows his people. John chapter 6, verse 37 and following for the adults who are writing anything. All that the Father has, He gives to His Son, and His Son will never, ever lose one of His people. And it says He saves them. What does save mean? It's a kind of funny word, isn't it? Sometimes we'll say, you know, like deliver. That helps, but I don't know if that really reaches us too much. I know. Let's let's call it rescue. Heroes, rescue. Rescue us out of danger. And so let me try to reach your imagination with a real simple story of me and my friends years and years and years ago. You weren't born. In fact, adults, you probably weren't either. And I'm a teenager. Thanks, Chuck, you were. And I'm a teenager, and I'm with my my friends, and we go off to a place and, and this is summertime, and the, the sky is blue, and a gentle breeze is flowing, and we get into this old, inexpensive sailboat, to say it um, kindly. And we all get into this boat, and we set sail. We have absolutely no idea what we're doing, but we are free. <laughs> we are totally free. And we're absorbing the sun, and we're, we're getting that deep, dark, rich, savage tan. And it's like, this is life. And it goes out into the middle of this big lake. What pristine beauty. And then it happened. This dark, black, ominous, dangerous cloud pops its head over the mountains. And we're looking at it and it's coming our direction, and and the wind is increasing, and the waves are getting higher, and we're thinking, I don't know if we're in a good place here. I think this is dangerous. Without any life jackets or anything to help us, we are very vulnerable here, and then it happened. The winds got so high, and the the, 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 the waves got so great that it capsized this dinky, ugly-looking boat and threw us all into the water, and down we went into the, into the water. And, and now it is utterly dangerous, and I can't get out. I'm disoriented. I can't understand up and down and all around. I get up to the surface a little bit and gulp a little bit of air and a lot of water and went back down under, and this is dangerous. This is deadly. And then... It happened. Closing in on my face, probably 18 to 12 inches away, I saw a slow-moving object, and it was a blade. And I didn't know what would happen. It was done. I'm over. I'm helpless. I'm hapless. I cannot get out. There is no hope when suddenly it happened. Two big hands, bigger than LeBron James, came in and went, whoo! and picked up this 16-year-old punk and threw him into his boat. This was the propeller, the, the blade of this engine, and he took the three of us, and he took us to safety. There is no way I would have lived. I was dead, and he pulled me up and out. This is called rescuing. That's our hero. He reaches in, and he rescues us when we can't rescue ourselves. But we're not just simply talking about dangerous water and terrifying blades. We're talking about something infinitely more traumatic than that. So, do we still have our little boxes? Go to box number four and write these words. From... Our sins. From our sins. Call his name Jesus. Jesus, for he will save us from our sins. He takes us out of the penalty of our sins. You and I are sinners. And we deserve death. We deserve the wrath of God. We deserve His judgment. And He takes us out of the penalty of our sins through His death, burial, and resurrection. So that now we are innocent. Let that one hit your heart. Past, present, future sins, all lifted up, taken away. He declares us righteous. There is no longer any penalty, no longer any condemnation. From our sins. He also rescues us from the power of sin. Do you have a sin problem? I do. I need rescue. I need saving regularly, ongoingly. Pull me out of this pattern. Pull me out of this propensity. Pull me out of this. He breaks the power of canceled sin in your lives. That is good news of great joy found in a person, not a system, not a technique, not a call to action. It's in a person whose name is Jesus. Call his name Jesus, for he will save us from our sins. And finally, from the presence of sins. Oh, here we are at Christmas time and he has come and he has procured all that I've said, but he is coming again. Amen. He is coming again and he is going to take those big omnipotent hands and pull us up out of the danger of even the presence of sin. And we call this new heavens and new earth where there's not even a trace of sin anymore. Not even a trace of sadness or sickness or Satan. It's gone. We'll never ever meet it again. And we're in paradise with The person whose name is Jesus. That's why the Scripture says, call His name Jesus. You're looking for the hero. Locate it and call His name Jesus. So that's the gift. The gift that is given, not by me, but through me. By God, in His Son, by His Holy Spirit. He gives you the gift of salvation when you call on him and call his name Jesus. So take this gift and look at your disobedience to your parents and all the yucky stuff that you do and call it yuck. And then call Jesus, yes, and, and, and talk to him and ask for forgiveness and rest in his all that we looked at today. But here's the deal. I'm not very good at talking to kids. We've had for 25 years of doing this. (laughs) You would think I'd be better. So this is what I offer to mommies and daddies and grandmas and grandpas and every caregiver that's listening in this auditorium and the MP3. Take this gift. You can follow it. If you haven't taken it into your heart, repent of your sins and press it on your heart and call out, I call you Jesus and rest in his accomplished work and relish his glories and beauties and follow him all the days of your life and then take this gift and now put it in your own words. Put it in your own context. Use it as a tool. Build on it. Refine it. You can do far better than someone up here. Tell it at the dinner time. Tell it at the bedtime. Tell it in the minivan. Well, maybe the minivan won't work. We've tried that one. But but sometimes when you have the moment where you can give the gift, take these features and move it into those, those hearts that hunger. And they hunger for a hero. And so we collectively do what? We call his name Jesus. Father God Almighty, glorious One, thank You for sending Your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, into this sin-torn, sin-infested, satanically-induced world. I thank You for the gift of salvation. It is He, and He will do this. Thank You for the rescue. Thank You... for rescuing us from our sins, we lift up this simple yet genuine prayer to continue in our lives and through our lives to reach the next generation. And all of God's people sin. Amen.